don't know. I thought you knew her. <laughs> no, Komal yeah, is I our friend. Yeah, I thought you knew her too. Komal, Komal is our friend who is crashing the podcast today. Oh, that's right. That's right. I had a bit of the amnesia, you see. We have mentioned her before previously. That's yeah. right. Yeah, because I tell the story about how Apollo Justice never stays in my ownership. <laughs> I remember that. And then when I lost it because my purse got stolen. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. You're not the first person to lose my copy of Apollo Justice. I'll have you know. Damn straight. Yep. So we have Como on the show this week. And we have some GS5 news because Tokyo Game Show happened. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so um michelle's gonna hit us up with some of that stuff and then we'll talk about como and stuff later okay well what do we want to hear about first gs5 or Layton versus ace attorney um Layton versus ace attorney we're getting first right i don't know i don't know release dates i'm gonna presume because isn't Layton ace attorney out in japan already or no i don't think so they wouldn't have had it at the game show if it was out already that's true but i feel like more of it is done yeah, probably. It's been going for a while, hasn't it? You've been hearing about this for you, for a while, yeah. Yeah, so let's let's go with that, because I presume we're going to get it first. Um, so, for those of you in the dark, Professor Layton vs. Ace Attorney was the first announced Phoenix Wright game for the 3DS, and it's going to have Professor Layton from Level 5 and Phoenix Wright and both of their wonderful assistants, and... They get somehow kidnapped and or transported to this crazy other world that is what I'm going to do- uh, deem Britannifornia because it's Britain <laughs> and California all at once. So they go to Britannifornia and some chick killed somebody or some shit and they have to do both Professor Layton style puzzles and he's the prosecutor and have Phoenix Wright be the defense and have um, Maya be around and shit happen. So Professor Layton vs. Ace Attorney, gonna be awesome. We saw, this time we got trailers for that, and we got gameplay, actual gameplay, and, and it's really freaking cool how they tie all of it together, guys. It's really awesome. That's, uh, it's, it sounds like it's gonna be really cool. It sounds yeah. like it's gonna also be balls hard because I'm still really bad at leading games. Nothing's changed since like the last episode. <laughs> yeah, like all of the investigation portions of a Phoenix Wright game are now infused with latent puzzles. That just <laughs> sounds exciting, though. It would be. It's gonna be so fucking cool. It's gonna just, be awesome. I'm just gonna need somebody with me. Because the the pinnacle of latent games is that one, they are beautiful and they have a, a wonderful kind of oldie style animation style. And B, they have full um, full anime type cutscenes cut done by Bones. Bones so... is so beautiful at what they do, though. It's gonna yeah. be so gorgeous. You know what just Bones occurred to me? The studio. What? I wish there's no serial killer who kills based off these games in the future. <laughs> That'd be terrible. It would be it terrible, would be... but they'd make all these hard-ass puzzles. Oh my god, it'd be the new Zodiac killer. Oh... Uh... See, that'd be terrible, because then what if they catch on that it's Phoenix Light, Phoenix Wright's, like, related at all, and they shut down production of these games? Then they'd come oh, out that... after both of you. Uh, I, th- I don't think they will, because they'll listen to our podcast once and be like, these girls are not smart enough to do this. <laughs> <laughs> we had, no, seriously, we had, like, ten minutes in this episode <laughs> last, like, three episodes ago where we couldn't figure out how to add. <laughs> like, 17 plus 7. <laughs> You gotta catch up to your podcasts, man. (laughs) It was was like basic math, and we couldn't do it. It was either addition or subtraction, and we couldn't. (laughs) Yeah, they'll they'll just just be like, no, it couldn't be them. No, but for reference, we usually record the podcast between 10 o'clock and 1 o'clock in the morning. 10 o'clock at night and 1 o'clock in the morning for me, so... Yeah, it's usually after I get home from work, and and it's just a long day. Yeah. yeah I understand. The, the fact of it is, we can't commit serial murders based on a video game because we can't add things. <laughs> so you need to know how to add in order to be a serial killer. Well, how many bodies do you have? You gotta add two. <laughs> <laughs> Can I fit them all in my trunk? 
Oh, fuck. This is a late puzzle. I can't do this. How many square feet of space do I have in the trunk of my car? And how many square feet of space does the body take up? I don't think think that's how it works, but okay. See, you were a criminal justice major for three and a half seconds. You should know this. More like two and a half years. (laughs) Same thing. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm looking at court records at some of the Laden Phoenix things. And mm-hmm. I notice how everyone is pointing when you get something right, except Maya. Is that going to bother me later? Well, is it going to bother you later? I don't know, but everyone's like, yeah, you got it. And Maya's just like smiling. Okay, so the pointing thing for Leighton and Luke is not new. And the pointing thing for Phoenix is not new. So I imagine they were just like, what would Maya do? Well, she'd jump up and down and clap and, clap and eat burgers and or rum. Did you say and or rum? And a ramen, because in the Japanese version, she eats ramen. I was going to say, you can't eat rum. Also, Maya's a minor. (laughs) Okay. Well, that makes sense. So I I don't think it's going to bother me, because it won't. That makes sense. But I also see that they all have voice actors. But that's not new for uh, Professor Layden, either. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and Phoenix got voiced in the the Marvel game that came out, and he was Sam Regal, the guy who does the voice of Tristan in Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, which I wonder if he's going to be Sam Regal in Leighton vs. Phoenix 2, because Leighton is going to be the same guy who always does Leighton, and Luke is going to be the same girl who always does Luke. If that is not true, I will probably shoot someone. And then we have to do the murder thing again. (laughs) Crap. So that has to happen. I mean, I feel like... Sam Regal did a really good job doing Phoenix, so I, I hope they have him again. But then he wasn't they have to... as deep as Phoenix's objection is. But I've always had a problem with Phoenix's like objection sounding not deep enough or too deep or something. Yeah, Can't and remember then right now, I think you thought it was you want you always want to switch Apollo's objection with Phoenix's objection. Yes, I think Apollo is too deep and Phoenix isn't deep enough, and I've always wanted to switch their audio. Files just so that Phoenix would be as deep as I want him to be, and Apollo would be as not deep as I want him to be. There you go. But yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I guess. Yeah. Okay. So, um, have, hold on. Uh, Is there anything else about Leighton versus Phoenix that I have to talk about? Did you watch? You said you watched the trailer for five seconds. Was like anything? I watched, I watched a gameplay video from TGS for five seconds. I watched a gameplay video from TGS for five seconds for both of them because they showed some court some investigation sequence which is really latent it's very latent flavored and then um they showed court sequence which is of course all phoenix all the time right and it's funny because it's Panifornia, right so it's uh, it's supposed to be kind of like there's they don't have cars they have horses and it's kind of oldie style england it's a mm-hmm. for the first person who gives testimony is a security guard who witnessed this murder right Mm-hmm. or found the body or whatever and he the first thing he does is he takes his hat and he whips it at the camera and then he has these sunglasses on and he pushes them up and his hair's all slicked back and he looks like a guy from LA in 1995 <laughs> and I'm like really yeah. really do you have to do this to me so they just want to create as much time dissonance as you can yeah. so you can't place this game at all which is not um, unknown for a Layton game. They create time dissonance, but never this bad. Like, there was a guy <laughs> who kind of had an afro and ran around doing, like, Michael Jackson impre- impressions in the second Layton game, but not- <laughs> he was nowhere near as bad as this guy is. You just sounded like Lotta Hart, and then you sounded like that one dude who looks like Lotta Hart from Ghost Trick. Yeah. The crazy that part. Guy was a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Layton. Yeah. Layton's got some intense twists in their game, so I want to yeah. see how that plays out. I want to I clarify, though. The game that that Rockstar guy was in was also the game where it turned out that half of it was spent on, like, LSD. So, <laughs> <laughs> spoiler, the twist of Professor Layton 2, everyone is on drugs. <laughs> oh, God. How many Professor Layton games are out in uh, America? In America, like, four. There's the main trilogy, and then there's um, a backstory one. That's how he meets Luke. And then there's a movie. Oh, that's right. And the backstory one, is that the one that corresponds to the movie at all? Or no, no, no. 
No, that, nothing corresponds to the movie. The movie is its own story. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Yeah, yeah, no. I, yeah, clearly I don't know what I'm talking about. That's why I'm asking. The backstory one is essentially Professor Layton meets the Loch Ness Monster and finds Atlantis. You mean Professor Maiden, Professor Layton meets Gordy and finds Atlantis. <laughs> no, he, no, he meets the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, Gordy. Yeah, Gordy, but but it's like if because Layton's Loch Ness monster is really nice and kind of cute looking. Gordy is not because it's fucking Larry and <laughs> and the Loch Ness monster is theoretically fearsome. So you know. Okay. Okay. Anything else that we got from from Phoenix Layton? Um, it's it's beautiful. Did I mention it was beautiful? Um. Michelle, is it beautiful? Uh, yeah, it's really, really beautiful. Okay. The music sounds it's... good, too. Well, I haven't heard any of the music. There's some bits out already. Yeah, well, the, the music has to be beautiful because it's Leighton and Phoenix Wright. So if it's not beautiful, what the fuck went wrong there? You know what I mean? Does it have... L- is it more of a Phoenix Wright soundtrack or is it more of a Leighton soundtrack? Because they're very distinct from each other. They are, but... They're separated with whatever you're focusing on, I feel. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think Court's going to sound a lot more Phoenixy. As long as they have the Steel Samurai theme somewhere in the game, I'm content. Well, no, probably... Phoenix's cell phone, his shitty, shitty Nokia cell phone is not going to work in Britannifornia. <laughs> it's held together with a rubber band. <laughs> oh, it's probably not going to. Unless they meet... Well... There's that guy I see in the pictures who's got a sword. Maybe that's his theme song. It's some variation on the Steel Samurai. Maybe, yeah. He's like a knight. Yeah, who knows? I like how yeah. the judge has this epic like hood cloak thing going on. Yeah, he looks a lot more like a British judge, like with the powdered wig and shit. Oh, oh does he? So I'm watching the Tudors right now, and that's the type of image I have in my head. <laughs> yeah. 16th century England. Do you think this judge is going to be as incompetent more incompetent, or totally different, but also incompetent in this game. I think that the, okay, so I would like to just say, oh, he's going to be more incompetent, and then we, incompetent, and then we can just laugh about how Aji is useless, but I actually think that the moral question in this game of whether this girl should be put to death is going to be held to a lot higher standard than the moral question in all the Phoenix Wright games, because you're putting everyone to death. Let's not forget (laughs) this. That's so true. That's the only penalty. Leighton is going to make a lot bigger deal about how, hey, maybe we shouldn't kill this chick for no reason, you know? <laughs> so I think this judge is going to be a lot more fearsome because he's basically like, let's burn this chick for being a witch because that's the game. Witch hunt. Le- oh. Professor Leighton and the witch hunt. So it's like the Red Scare and Professor Leighton and Miles Edgeworth all put together. I mean, not Edgeworth. What the hell are we doing? Phoenix Wright <laughs> put together. Yeah, it's it's going to be a tent. And I feel like it's going to end up being kind of funny for its intensity. Yeah, I mean, I mean, all these games are always funny. Right, but the thing is, they 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 don't take it seriously as seriously. But if if this feels like it'll, they're going to take it a little more seriously because death is not something I feel you should be like, ha ha, look, Aji, why don't you uh, send them, you know, draw draw in a quarter or something like that. I think that the. The Phoenix Wright games, though, do take death pretty seriously. I mean, the characters themselves are a little out there, but Phoenix is always very careful about who's gonna die. Well, you get... Phoenix takes justice really seriously, but I don't. I think they kind of gloss over and avoid the fact that everyone who is found guilty is essentially put to death, because um, death it doesn't have as much gravity in Phoenix Wright games since you can just channel dead people. That's true. Well, like, also has to like, think about yeah. censorship here as well. What? censorship issues too they don't take things like that lightly well i don't know because i mean they didn't they gloss over it but i don't think they gloss over it in a sort of censorship sort of way like a four kids kind of way i think they just gloss over it because phoenix isn't always actively thinking about it in the third game with the dahlia thing they didn't gloss over the fact that she was hung to death you know they didn't really they that was out there that was uh in the public knowledge how macabre it is really i feel and and um, Von Karma, in the second game, they revealed that he also was um, punished and sent to death. 
they don't say he was hung, but he was probably hung or he died of sickness in jail. And Franzi just pops up and she's like, oh, yeah, my dead father. I'm going to avenge him, you know? Yeah. And she's not very closed about the fact that it's Phoenix's fault that he's dead. We'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think the, I think the judge is going to be an antagonist in the Leighton game. I could be wrong. Hmm. I just think that he's going to be... If he's not the antagonist or something like that, I think he's just going to be, like, our same judge. But I also feel like he's going to be, like, the British version of our judge, where he's a little bit more put together and a little bit more serious, like, for the fake... Yeah. As time Tenofran. goes on, he gets more incompetent. Well, I'm just wondering, is this game one long, big case? Because that's more of a latent thing, or are there several, like, court cases within this? That's a really good question, because in latent games, they have one overarching plot, but they have a lot of twists. So essentially, in a Phoenix game, wherever it would change a case, latent has a twist. That means that the goal, the end goal, has changed slightly. So I don't know how this game is going to go. Well, theoretically, they don't have to have the rule that there can, there can only be three court cases, um, three um, extended trials. They could have at least ten, you know? They could, but I it don't... Might be, it might be based on the justice system in... Panifornia because they might have multiple days. You know, on a Phoenix case, the big ones, you'll have three days of litigation. I think in the latent right. one, you'll probably have the same thing. It'll, it might just be one big case with a lot more investigation and then multiple days of litigation. Well, I don't know about the rules of Britannifornia, but they're not as messed up as Japanifornia, hopefully. Well, they're letting Rapanifornia, they're letting some random archaeologist from the future be a prosecutor, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> let's not forget that. They, they either, there has to be a prosecutor who has to, like, and a random defense attorney from the future is just going to pop up and defend the chick. Like, I think something has to go terribly wrong to get them into these roles. Because Leighton is not just going to be like, oh, hell yeah, I'll be prosecutor. It's not his area of expertise. <laughs> yeah, they, they. I want to see how these circumstances brought them to force this game to happen. But what I'm also noticing is that in this, like, Britannia, whatever, Britannia, whatever, what are we calling it? Britannia. Britannia, because I started saying Britannia, and that's code Gias. <laughs> <laughs> so in this world, like, Phoenix is at least wearing a suit, which seems which seems appropriate. But Layden's wearing his, his top hat and his, like, clog shoes and yeah. his... his Please pull over underneath his suit jacket. It's kind of interesting to look at the contrast. And Maya's always dressed weird, so I think she's just used to that. Yeah. Well, Phoenix is just wearing his modern suit, you know? Like, whatever. But you'd be able to pass by that a little more better than what Maya's outfit is. That's true. Because it's, it's very Japanese. And this is nowhere near Japan. Nope. Unless unless it's it's Britannifornia with Japanese maids or something like that. Oh god. I'm not gonna say no because it's highly possible, but I hope not. <laughs> okay, anything else Phoenix Phoenix Layton that we know about? Um, not Phoenix Layton related, uh although it's still really beautiful and um this might be one of Layton's final hurrahs. I guess they revealed a new Layton game and they were saying something along the lines of that's gonna be the last one. So this is gonna be like the second to last Layton game, everybody. Oh. That's, that's sad. sad, but it might not be true. Who knows? Yeah, I mean of course it might 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 not be true. And then there's gonna be some big drama about whether or not it's gonna be localized because Layton games always have drama about localization. So I'm not worried. But it's sad. That is really sad. Because even though I don't play them, I know it's a really good game series that I wish I could play. It is a good I series. Really... I hope yeah. you can play more of it, Stephanie. Well, I'm just incompetent, which is why I can't. Not incompetent. You haven't tried to see me play Layden. I got stuck on the third puzzle and had to give up. <laughs> You're going to have to tough it out through this game because you have to finish it. Or open a walkthrough. I suppose. Because I am not above that. Eh, You're in it for the story, I guess. Well, you see, I'm bad at things, so I just take it as I go. And I can't go anywhere if I can't do it. Oh, Stephanie. 
I told you. Oh, hey, wait. Okay, I thought of something. The judge, the judge, Rapanifornia's judge, he's just going to be Don Paolo. <laughs> what? <laughs> what if he was just Don Paolo? For those of you who've never oh, played late. Yes, yes, yes. Late. For those of you who've never played late, Leighton has an arch enemy. His name is Don Paolo. He has got the stereotypical <laughs> evil guy mustache, and he's Leighton's, like, he just follows Leighton around, always in disguise, and, and like, he reveals himself and he's like, haha, I foiled your plans. And Leighton is like, who are you again? And then they leave. <laughs> it's funny, doesn't he pretend he's like a five-year-old girl for the longest time and like, <laughs> doesn't care? In the game when everyone is on drugs. <laughs> yeah. He is a 12-year-old, 13, 14-year-old girl for like half the game and nobody notices. <laughs> So the judge is just Don Paolo in disguise, headcanon. I approve. I approve so hard. I hope it's true. I approve. Yeah, as for well. those of you, no, seriously, Google Don Paolo, okay? <laughs> Google See, Don Paolo, and you'll know what I mean. Because he he wasn't always evil looking. He saw the love of his life kiss Layden, and he became evil in like five seconds. Well, his- he was in love with Layden's girlfriend, so you know. Yeah, but then his hair, like, fell out and, like, went evil, and his facial hair just curled. It was really funny. Yeah. Really sad. Don Paolo is fantastic. Yeah, see, this is why I really, I really do love Layden, because it's got such great characters and a great storyline. Yeah. It's a damn shame you can't play it, because it's wonderful. (laughs) Just a damn shame. Okay, (laughs) let's talk about a game I can play. What do we know about GS5 now? That it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, that's really awesome. How beautiful is it, Michelle? It's not as beautiful as Leighton versus Phoenix, but it's really close. You say it's not as beautiful as Leighton versus Phoenix. Why? Uh, well, this okay. So the style in Leighton versus Phoenix is a lot darker, mm-hmm. and it's a lot more direct. Like it's like they did directly take Phoenix's art style and turn it into three D sprites, and they directly took Leighton's art style and turned it into three D, and then they took the world and created it separately. So it's it looks really freaking good if you haven't seen Leighton versus Phoenix. With with GS five, it's just um they took Phoenix and they wanted to go in a different direction with it, I think, than the Leighton style. And so they've they've made him a lot more stylized and a lot more anime looking. And it's more we've fluid. already talked about his eyeshadow. Oh, that's true. His eyeliner. So it it looks good. It just doesn't look as good. They've kept all the style and stuff. Don't get me wrong. It's beautiful, everybody. I just feel like the actual gameplay looks a lot different and um, not as good, but fantastic still. Yeah, and the cutscenes, they just went straight to anime, I think, for the cutscenes. because Yeah, also done by Bones. Which is also done by Bones, because I think they just realized their, their game is, you know, known very well as anime sprites, so we're just going to stick with anime cutscenes, even though it's going to be a 3DS game. I think that's probably what they decided to do. Yeah. Um, but can I talk about new assistant girl whose name I refuse to learn because it's going to change anyway? Yeah, her, like, just so we state it, her Japanese name is Kokone, Kokone, but uh, that's going to change in the American, so we're just going to call her Yellow Chick, and I may occasionally call her Branch Girl because her hair looks like trees, so. So there we go. Um, branch hair. Branch hair. So branch hair here, we have a full body, full body shot now. And we can see that, yes, she does have a prosecution badge. No no more speculations, for sure. No, no, defense Sorry, defense badge. badge. Defense badge. She has a badge. <laughs> and she has a face on her necklace, and her necklace is super chunky still. We've figured out what her um, chunky glove is for, though. Did you yeah. notice that? No, I noticed that, but why don't you tell them? Well, I've been talking this whole podcast. Why don't you tell them? Oh, because I, I heard it from Jesse, because I wasn't actually reading anything. Oh, well then, okay, I saw it from the trailer. Um, the the amount of technology in this game has, like, skyrocketed since Apollo Justice. Well, essentially, they took his time travel technology and applied it to everything. That's what I'm saying from oh. Apollo Justice. So, so Edgeworth's time travel technology, because I still don't believe Phoenix did it. Yeah, so Edgeworth's time travel technology. But um, uh, Yellow Chick has her necklace connects to a, a floating... Um, Tony Stark style computer screen that she manipulates with her glove. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Which 
lends itself to the idea that her necklace is is an arc reactor, so I'm still down with it. <laughs> I am as well. And then the the first guy you you talk to in court in that game is uh like a policeman, one of the bomb squad people, and he's got like an effing computer on his arm with a screen and a dress, keyboard right? and everything. Oh. And he has like and a he's wearing red glasses, like he's blue lens glasses. Yeah, like he's Doctor Who or something. What's going on here? I don't know. It's only, what, a year after the last game. So where did all this technology come from? I think the the Japanifornia government must have just gotten a lot of subsidies or something because they suddenly have all this money. Maybe it's all the money they saved from paying gumshoe. Yeah. If they didn't pay him anything, they used the money to have technology. They had a secret gumshoe account where they kept all of his paychecks, and they were like, whoa, we can actually buy stuff with this. (laughs) Poor gumshoe. Um, Other thing about branch hair is her boots are stupid. That's all. Her boots are stupid. Her boots? Yeah. Okay, I just want to clarify that. Das boots. They are stupid. Because that's the first thing I know, so I'm like, oh, full body shot! Oh, of course her skirt is short, and those boots are retarded. Okay, moving on. Yeah. She looks like a sailor out- like, it looks like a sailor outfit. It doesn't even look like a proper outfit for a defense attorney. Have you- have you seen some of the well, outfits? Well, she's- Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't say anything. First of all, let's talk about Mia. Second of all, <laughs> like, um, well, uh, Mia? she's like a colored suit. This is bright that's yellow. True. That's true. But, but she's 18. 18. She's another okay, direct another from objection. Germany. She's yeah, an 18-year-old defense attorney. It's, Franzi was it's 17. complete BS. Another straight out of Germany. I swear to God, if we get all these freaking Germans in here, like, what's going on? So, in the German version of Phoenix Fright, are all those, <laughs> all those prosecutors still coming from Germany, or do they pick another country? I I am not sure, because I think in the Japanese version, they come from America. In the American version, the England English version, and maybe the French version, they're all German. So I don't know. In the German-speaking version, if anyone knows, let us know. I'm going to assume they all come from America again. That makes sense, I mm. guess, then. Because I didn't know they came from America in the Japanese version. I'm pretty sure they come from America. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, please. Please. Do we know anything else about the emotions that we get to choose through the game? No, just that she's the one who's controlling them. That's even more interesting. Like, because it's not that, I don't think it's like what Phoenix is, what you want Phoenix's face to project, like what his face should look like during the testimony or anything like that. So the jury is swayed either way. Yeah, that, that seemed a lot harder and a lot weirder. Yeah, but that's what we were speculating before. So now that she's controlling it, that's definitely out the window. Yeah, but I mean, she's controlling it, but you are still controlling it. So I don't even know. Ah, uh, this is so meta. Yeah, it's uh, it's meta. No objection to that. Um, anything else that you saw from the the video? Um, somebody said. Hold on, let me look at my things that I have. The soundtrack is now fully orchestrated and is filled with new remixes of classic Ace Attorney themes. Oh. So no oh, new music, just re- redone. Yeah. yeah, only... By the way, guys... Only, um, so it's like the orchestral stuff, but go come on what? The German version is a direct translation of the... Uh, it, uh, excuse me, the um, American version. So they are German, in fact. They're German? <laughs> Germany must think that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm probably rude. That they have her. all these asshole prodigies who go over to America and f things up. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, it's the best way to become an American, or excuse me, a Japanifornian defense attorney. Apparently, which you can become like you know you decide at the age of fifteen you want to be a prosecutor, and then. Hey, all you have to do is a minor in law, and you're good. Right? Phoenix's stupid art major minor law thing. (laughs) Japanifornia, why? Um, I found another thing that's sad news. Are you ready for sad news? Oh, yeah. Unlike Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney, there are no voices in GS5. What? So there will be, like, objection hold to take that, but you won't get full voiceovers for cutscenes. 
But why? Because I don't know. But why? But why? Because because Capcom is like, hmm, we're giving people a lot of things that they want. We need to f them over on one thing. What can we f them over on? Uh, full voices. And the answer is full voices and swag. As we talked about, we just want all of the attorney things, and they won't sell them to us. Those bastards. Okay, well. No, it's, it's staying true to Ace Attorney. The only reason Layden Phoenix has voices is because Layden always has voices. <sighs> I still want voices. I'm in shock still. Sorry. I want voices so bad. Stupid Capcom. <laughs> but Layden will be voiced, so we'll get to hear what Phoenix sounds like, guys. That is true. That is true. And you get to hear Layden's beautiful, beautiful voice because that game has a wonderful voice cast in the English dub. It does. I've heard it. Oh. Uh... Do you want to hear what some of uh, our email people said? Or do you have anything else to... Any other news? I don't Yeah, that's all the GS5 news I have. I'm sorry if I failed you guys, but I'm sorry. I have life. Go okay. ahead, suck. So, uh, we have Ace Clone email Rachel. She has some, some theories, but they're pretty much in tune with what we've been saying. So, like, Apollo's going to play a major role in this game. That switching thing between... Phoenix and Apollo periodically that we talked about before, so each of them get a chance to shine. Um, Hopefully. She thinks they're going to find very important evidence, and that's how the evidence will be combined to make like the case, the court cases more intricate, instead of just forge evidence all the time. <laughs> okay. Um, the yellow lady, Branch Heretic, she came up with a theory, but i probably willing to say it's not, but the Yellow Lady is part of another channeling school, and the Moon Motif is like the the, the Karen um, costume, including the pendant as a focus point, like the Magnetama. And she thinks she's connected to the supernatural in some way. No, I feel like she's too technological to be part of the spiritual realm. I think, yeah, I think there's too much tech savvy, and I just don't see her personality. I mean, I could be totally wrong. Her personality fitting very well. Um, we talked before how she really wants to win. And I feel like if she's a 16-year-old coming from Japan or from, from Germany, she's already a defense attorney. And she's got all this technology. I doubt that's where she's her roots are from, but who knows? Yeah, I think she's probably, like, she probably wouldn't have a time to be, be a Korean person and be a successful defense attorney at 18 or whatever. So I think that, and, and the technology thing, I think that's probably not true. But it would be interesting. It would be, but... It's doubtful. And then the third point she had was Edgeworth and Maya will be back. That's all. They're just gonna hopefully, be back. hopefully, that there's just hope because we have not they have no information on anybody. Glasses were fingers crossed. Or Pudgeworth, I'll take Pudgeworth. <laughs> now, now somebody emailed us saying, "Why would we want somebody Pudgeworth?" Didn't like Pudgeworth. They somebody didn't like Pudgeworth. Pudgeworth. Pudgeworth because they were picturing Grossberg. That's not what Pudgeworth looks like. He's not that fat. He's pudgy. He's, he's pudgy. <laughs> so his cheeks are a little bit more rounded, and he's got a little belly, and he never talks about hemorrhoids, because that's what Grossberg does. And he's huge and fat and has man boobs. Pudgeworth <laughs> is just a little pudgy Edgeworth. <laughs> I can't remember who said that, but yeah. It, no, I think just... it was Nolan. If it wasn't Nolan, I'm sorry, Nolan, but I think Nolan was upset with Pudgeworth. <laughs> oh. Um, Nolan had a real kick headcanon here for Phoenix, which I kind of like. So the developer, the developers gave young Phoenix fewer spikes so they could tell the stages of Phoenix apart by, like, headshots. So every mm -hmm. couple of years, Phoenix grows, like, a new spike in his hair. <laughs> so it's almost it's almost like if you cut a tree in half, how many rings do you see? <laughs> well, you just look at Phoenix's hair and how many spikes <laughs> do you see? But this time there was no more room on the back, so they just channeled it to the front. So now we have his new dangly little bangs. I love this. I do too. It's true. I have to respect that. I, I have to really respect that. Which this feeds into our weird bullcrap theory about how the Ace Attorney drawing room happens. <laughs> do you yeah. know the new design for GS5? No! Oh crap, just draw Phoenix. We'll add something. What? I'll have hair in his face. <laughs> just turn it in. Turn it. Make, make it more spiky. We have no more room in the back. We've made it too spiky. <laughs> Oh crap, two to the front, two to the front. That was fine, just turn it in. <laughs> What's that dangly thing? I don't know, it's a chain, a pocket watch, it's the locket. Give him a vest. 
Yeah, yeah, give it best. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. Should, should we change the color? There's no time! <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect, it's perfect. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. We should probably take a break. Okay, let's take a break. Okay. And we're back. I'm Stephanie. I'm still eating burgers. I'm Michelle, archaeologist extraordinaire. And I'm Como, your uh, ace apprentice. All right. So let's talk about Como for a little bit. Como's been playing the Ace Attorney series uh, before, and now she's playing them again recently. So how's that going for you, Como? Amazing. I love it, and I will love it forever. Good. So um, how much have you replayed? I'm done with the first one, um, and I'm replaying the second one, and I'm on the second case of the second one. Oh, so how long How long have you been replaying them? I started about two weeks ago. Okay, so you're flying through these pretty quickly. Yeah. Do you think it's easier when you replay it, or are you still... Well, I mean, it's easier um, if you know what's going on, and you have some inkling of what happened, you know, because, like I said, I'm replaying them. And so I know what, how, who the killer is or what, the, you know, how he did it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the infuriating thing is because this, I'm playing this after taking all the, the copious amounts of law classes that I've taken um, at school. It infuriates me because of how easily it is, it, it is to um, hide evidence or, or not show anything or kind of twist the law to make it fit your own. Like evidence law, for example. Oh my god, I cannot wait until next semester I take criminal procedure and I'm just going to sit there the whole time and be like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Because <laughs> I was thinking about um, the the third game, the Ron Delight case, how he gets off on je- double jeopardy. That would never happen because it would be immediately appealed. Oh, immediately. and another thing. Another thing is most of these cases... Why is the prosecutor helping the defense attorney? Well, that's not even the biggest thing. Like, the prosecutor helping the defense attorney in these games is, like, sort of like discovery, except for they eliminate discovery. It's you know discovery I mean? and totally against the law? Yeah, in this game, discovery is against the law. You're not allowed to share evidence or anything, but, like... So that's why I don't get all bogged down in the prosecution is helping the defense because the defense comes with literally nothing and the prosecution has all of the evidence, you know? Not only that, though, the prosecution mostly, um, like, mostly declares the witnesses as well. I mean, only in a few cases have we been able to um, call our fourth, our own witnesses, but... And it's like a fucking parrot. Both sides are supposed to call the... We, we don't get to call witnesses, we get to call animals. And at and one time a radio thing. was a serial killer. And then there's another few things, like, um, why are we, pro- like, why are we investigating the entire case? Isn't that, the, like, the police's job to give us the ports and everything? Again, the police is incompetent. Um, and then they, the they're inter- not paid. They don't get any money. And then the idea of Lana Skye becoming a prosecutor, although she was a, um, an investigator. I'm I'm baffled. If that's how I could become a lawyer, then why don't I just become a cop first? Yeah. I feel like that's less emo uh less intellectually scarring, I feel. I feel that the way Japanifornia justifies all these things is you have to take the test and pass it and pass it. So like um Emma couldn't pass the test to become um forensic so she got stuck being an investigator or to you know be a yeah that's what she was right she was an investigator yeah she's a detective yeah she gets stuck as a detective rather than being forensics so i mean their hierarchy system doesn't make a whole lot of sense but (laughs) not at all dangerous as long as you study enough and pass the test they don't care which is how so many people get around things and how franzi's a prosecutor at 17 yeah, considering how many autopsies we got that were forged, I don't think that the the it, scientific investigator test is that hard either. 
Oh, can there be a spin-off game? Like you get to do the autopsy reports. I know that's called Trauma Center, but not really. But <laughs> But let's have an Ace Attorney one where you have the for you have to be the forensics and you get to see how stupid all of them are. And oh, I don't just know. Take, like you just blow on evidence. You get your DNA and your germs all over it. And at the end, it's the big twist is that you're in court for murder because your fucking spit was all over everything. <laughs> And then they're just like, there's like, there's like Cheeto dust on over. And I'm like, oh, sorry, I had lunch. (laughs) Yeah. They're like eating during these autopsy reports. Oh, my God. That would be a good spinoff game. Not as good as the Manfred von Karma's emotional abuse spinoff game, but pretty good. Autopsies? Ace Autopsies. Yes. Ace (laughs) Autopsies. I like that. It's going to be a good game. See, so, hey, Capcom. I have a long list of things for you. This is this is on the list now. There you go. <laughs> Merry Christmas to myself. Um, okay, so oh, you were telling me though that you were you were playing the fifth case when you were in a coffee shop, so you were blowing on evidence, Komal, in public. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, all right. So I feel when you play, you know, when you typically play um, Phoenix Wright, you know, there's not a lot to do. All you're doing is pressing, you know, a button or clicking it on, on clicking the screen with your stylus. So there's nothing physical except for the clicking and the and and the touching and the and the, and the playing. But when you're sitting, um, when you're playing the the I think it's the fifth case. Yeah. At a crowded Panera. <laughs> I don't I don't think you should recommend I don't recommend playing that because when you're blowing on the screen to get the fingerprints and. And when you're um, yelling at the screen because you can't get the dust off of the thing because it takes goddamn forever, it's not a good idea because people will look at you, especially the older people, and they'll probably think you're on drugs. (laughs) Probably. See, I feel like I have a problem. My old DS, it wasn't a problem blowing evidence around. I borrowed my brother's DS for a bit because mine died. It was so much harder. I have that problem with Cookie Mama, too. Sometimes some things are harder than others on different DSs. I don't know why. Right. Well, like I'm, I mean, I have my. I'm playing on my 3DS, and I'm, 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 I'm blowing on the screen. I'm blowing on the screen, and I'm just like, why isn't this working for me? And then I find out that, oh, it's because I'm covering the part that you technically need to blow into. Oh, so it was your fault. Well, it was sort of my <laughs> fault, but I'm still trying. It won't let me. It's, 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 it's a pain in the ass. But I swear, uh, there. I'm sitting in like a little corner. Um, see a corner booth and there's a chair in front of me and then in front of me is this guy who's probably trying to study something and he's just looking at me with this what is wrong with you look <laughs> oh that's awesome i would have just held down the uh, the button to scream objection at every point possible so everyone knows exactly what i'm doing <laughs> playing a lawyer game because you yell objection and when you play lawyer games but not in real life. Well, no, see, I don't yell objection. I go, you stupid shit! Why aren't you working? That's what I do. <laughs> uh, it's trying to, like, at the end of two, I think it forces you to, to say objection out loud. Yeah. And I was at school when that happened, and it was, like, seven in the morning. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, I feel see, like that's an appropriate setting, though, to do this. See, when I, my friends would come over and I'd be playing the game and they'd just be like, is that the lawyer game? Are you Roger Smith? And my friend's referring to the show Big O because Roger Smith has Phoenix right hair. He looks, he looks like Phoenix and he acts like Edgeworth. <laughs> it's, it's so great. Everyone go watch Big O. All of you, stop, stop, pause this. Just go watch Big O. Just the first episode, then come back. You'll know exactly what I mean. So he's like, oh, you're playing the Roger Smith game. Can I yell objection? I'm like, I'm doing an investigation. You can't do it. And he's like, but I want to yell objection. <laughs> so I had to, like, skip ahead. Like, I had to, like, go through it real quickly to get to the objection parts. And he, he's like, you don't get to object nearly enough in this game. What's the point? And I was like, it's tasteful. I feel like you get to object quite enough. You mostly have to hold it. You have to press everything. And take that. And take that. But you don't actually object all that much. It's true. But with the fifth game, I uh, fifth game of the first one, um, the fifth case, I was uh, thoroughly convinced that none of the police officers do their job. That's a fair assessment. Jake Marshall just goes around <laughs> shaking his face everywhere. I love Jake Marshall. He, I love him too. I feel I like him he too, but he was Marshall. remanded security. Oh, that's right. He wasn't a cop anymore. <laughs> he was security. Uh, but yeah. see, yeah, that's just. And then the d- detective turned. 
food like lunch lady lunch lady yeah angel star. star angel star angel star yeah she was special who has a camera inside of a bento who has a camera inside of a an o face pin on their hat that's true well no i've seen that before you know when people are trying to take pictures without telling the other people that they're taking pictures but <laughs> Komal, you don't have any right to bitch about weird cameras hidden in weird places because you've played a Silent Hill game in your life. <laughs> yeah. Light bulbs in cans. There's a can of light bulb. There's a rock inside a walnut shell. Like, come on. That's true. That's true. <laughs> about okay. Like jelly beans or some shit. But for some reason, I take this world more seriously. Like, with Silent Hill, I'm just like, haha, blow whatever. I'm going to run around like a freak. But I don't know why this game is so serious for me. And I, I feel like that's probably no one will so ever edit under that sentence. I feel so bad for Phoenix because every time I show my badge to people, everyone just bitches about it. Yeah, defense attorneys get no love in the in Japanifornia. It's true. Yeah, which is why there's only like one. <laughs> yep, because. One died, and they're like, oh, we gotta replace her. <laughs> All the other ones are dead or Grossberg. <laughs> <laughs> or criminal. Or a criminal, I suppose. And it, and it feels like all, of the lo- like all of the witnesses lie. This game teaches me not to trust anybody, because everybody lies. Oh, God, yes. It's true. Even Perjury you. is not a thing. Oh, uh, contempt of court only happens twice, I think, in the whole series. And everyone in that game needs to be held in the contempt of court. Yeah, seriously. Instead, people just kidnap themselves to buy time. <laughs> uh, what else, Komal, have you noticed what with replaying these games? Well, okay, so the, 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 first, ga- the first case um, of the second game where he he gets hit in the head with what was it he got hit in the head with? Fire extinguisher. A fire, fire extinguisher. <laughs> and then first but the thing but but the thing is he's he's completely capable of fighting his case because nobody sees anything wrong with him. He he's <laughs> able to be completely coherent throughout the entire thing. There's no concussions or anything. And he's able to defend her. Okay, sure. Even though he has amnesia, for some reason he has amnesia. For some reason, he um he's able to remember the process of finding evidence that goes against what the witness is saying, and it's just natural to him. He goes objection, and then and right after that, he goes, "Why did that feel so natural?" (laughs) See, that's Phoenix. I get that. You clearly don't remember the whole Furio Tigre thing where some random dude went and was Phoenix in court. <laughs> with, the, with the cardboard cut out of a badge and his skin was super orange. Yeah, he just vaguely looked like Phoenix and they let him in court. So you know what? If it really is Phoenix and he's just having a little bit of an amnesia sort of day, I imagine they would let him. <laughs> because as we discussed... Judge- Alright, so the judge has, sure, the judge has Alzheimer's, but really? How stupid can you be? He's probably <laughs> also he's blind. Female. He's probably also I, semi-blind. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he's inebriated the entire time. There's <laughs> a theory you know, I will allow. on shrooms because there's, like, the cases are so apparent after a certain point where you're like, there's no way this person could have committed this crime, but we'll keep them on trial until we are definitely sure that this person didn't commit the crime. And I don't think decisive proof really means decisive proof in this game. Oh, no, not at all. No. Even if someone, like, says they do something, like, they're like, mm, is that decisive enough? You just decisive some- proof in this game is um, somebody else admits to the crime. That's the only way you get off is if somebody else admits to the crime. That's true. <laughs> and there's a lot of hearsay in the game too. Oh, so much. Oh hearsay. yeah. <laughs> but, but the favorite, like I'm, I'm right now on the um, the second Maya case, uh, Maya case where she uh, possibly kills someone, and I just think. Why would you get Pearl to come and help you out on every case? Like, that's a little child. You don't bring it to a murder scene. <laughs> it? Like, it's a... T- <laughs> that's exactly why they bring Pearl to things, is because you just referred to Pearl as an it. 
<laughs> I'm like a child as an it, whether it's a boy or a girl. See, it can take care of itself, you know? It runs cross country. Oh, it doesn't no, know no, what a train is. She's a pearl. She doesn't. According to her mother, she doesn't. She doesn't know anything about the world except Korean Village. And then all of a sudden, you take her into this the world of murder and mayhem. And what is? Sh- I would be so shocked that I would run back to my village and never come out again. Okay, but here's also the thing. Let's look at Mia and Maya. <laughs> hey, sis, you want to come down and hold some important evidence for me? I stubbed it in a statue. Yeah, hold on to that me till I have to go to court tomorrow. Oh, whoops, I died. I do this often. This is the kind of family Pearl lives in. So Maya sees nothing wrong with this. That's what Maya used to be. She used to be in Pearl's position. She'd come hang out with her sister and look at dead people. Like, that's exactly what she used to do. <laughs> Which is why Maya yeah. is uh, so special. Exactly. So Maya bringing Pearl everywhere makes perfect sense. And Phoenix, we know, is incompetent on so Maya, many... Who, he's, well, here's the he Maya doesn't become a good daddy yet. He's not a good daddy yet. Definitely not a good daddy. He never actually becomes that great of a daddy either. <laughs> Here's the thing. Maya, who's a 17-year-old, watches the equivalent of Power Rangers. A 17-year-old hey. watching Power Rangers. Clearly, she's reverted back to, like, childhood trauma. That's why she watches all these children's shows. Steel Samurai is the shit, okay? I it is a respectable that. show. Edward I, watches okay, it. Fine. Personally, I think I would watch the show, too. Also, Miles Edgeworth, a 23-year-old lawyer, watches Steel Samurai. So it's got something going for it. <laughs> well, hey, hey, hey. Edgeworth also had some childhood trauma in his life. Yeah, he wasn't... Oh, yeah, TV. majorly. This entire game is about childhood drama. Trauma. <laughs> it's true. That's why Phoenix became a lawyer. I think, but... like, the Pearl thing with, uh, with uh, taking her out of her little sheltered life into this world of mayhem and death um, she comes from a world of spirit channelers, remember? So she's around dead people 24 hours a day. <laughs> also, her mom's her mom is psycho. Yeah, her mom is an insane psycho murderer, and she's around dead people constantly. So I don't think it's that different for her. It's just that now she's got an incompetent father figure instead of an incompetent mother figure. <laughs> I see oh. nothing wrong with this. <laughs> And I love Gumshoe. I honestly do love Gumshoe, but seriously? I don't know. I think that the police officers in Ace Attorney are not that incompetent. I think Gumshoe does his job to the best of his ability. I think Detective Bad is fantastic. But, like, I mean, they can't be competent because it's a game about Phoenix. It's not a game about Gumshoe. Well, just, I know. I love the game. I still love the game. I love the ridiculousity of it. I love the um, brilliance of it, really. But do I compare it to to to, to our modern day um, police force who are corrupt as hell. But it still makes me laugh. It still makes me go, "Wow, we're the ones fingerprinting and finger dusting, and we're the ones looking for blood with luminol." Which I don't know why a seventeen-year-old girl even has luminol. <laughs> she got it from Lombardo. She got it online. And blood wouldn't be the only thing you find under Luminol. Don't, don't corrupt this game with things like that. <laughs> no, no, I'm not only saying, like, I'm not only saying that bodily fluid, I'm saying other bodily fluids as well. Like urine. Well, who's going, who's going on peeing on the lockers in the fifth case? <laughs> <laughs> no one that to. <laughs> Come shoot, No, you wouldn't! Come shoot knows how to use the toilet. He but the one thing, the sure one thing I feel so sad about is how everyone treats the blue badger. The blue badger. Oh, I forgot that in the in the in the opening cutscene for the court version, the Phoenix Wright version of the Phoenix Wright versus Professor Layton in Britannifornia, there's um a blue badger except it has a bobby helmet on and it's adorable. Yes. Yes. The serial killer from the the last game of the oh, the last. Uh, episode of the first game the last how piece. did they let him run out of the uh, interrogation room joe dark yeah because he's a baller that's why <laughs> that's that's essentially it and and why would he go up instead of going down to fool them it worked <laughs> it did work we're crawling 10 seconds but okay wouldn't you want to hide in gant's office there's a giant organ in there <laughs> you could hide in one of the pipes the first time I remember seeing that, the first time I um, 
No, not the first time, excuse me, this time when I was looking at it, the thing I was reminded of was Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> and the organ in um Baby that's Jones. That's what I was reminded of. So that's the image I got of him from of got from the entire time. Yeah, like, Baby Jones is terrifying too, just like Gant. I'm just picturing Gant with like octopus beard. <laughs> it's it's continuously grossing me out because Gant freaks me out and now he's grossing it's, me out. Yeah, it's like Gant Cthulhu. It's Gant Thulu. <laughs> oh god. Why does Gant always have to haunt me like this? <laughs> Because you let him. <laughs> but yeah, no matter how much how much stupidity is in this game and how idiotic I find it, I still love it and I still play it till three, four in the morning. So yeah, it's wonderful. It's a beautiful game. Oh, I thought of something else I didn't tell you about GS Five. Oh yes. Um, we got the trailer right. Uh huh. And at the end of the trailer, they show this silhouette of like somebody who's probably the new prosecutor who has a substantial amount of hair. Uh, and hair he looks... Up hair. It's just a silhouette, so you can't tell. Well, is it it's like hair? in a ponytail. Oh, okay. And he That's looks exactly like the silhouette of Inspector Weiser from Slayer's Revolution. Yes! Yes! I hope. Oh so. my god, that's beautiful. Everyone go Google Inspector Weiser Slayer's Revolution, and that's what the new prosecutor looks like. Also, go watch all of Slayer's. Because if you like Phoenix Wright, you'll like Slayer's. They're nothing alike, but you'll like it. Agreed. Um, oh, yeah. Paul, you had a story that you, you, you told me the other day. Um, about I just, I thought it was just the world coming down to a perfect symbiosis with my video game world and my um uh, in my real life i was um i was in south bend indiana for um a football game um it was notre dame versus michigan michelle oh yeah we lost yeah you guys lost bad um so i was driving and there's a state road 23 which they reroute all the traffic onto and i'm driving and i'm, I'm turning left onto it and I'm my, uh, next to me is my cousin. We're driving, and, uh, um, and I'm turning onto the to the uh, lane, the left lane. And she immediately tells me to stop the car, and I'm just like, uh, okay. So I did in the middle of a busy road. And she said, "Did you hit somebody?" And I'm like, "Uh, no, I didn't feel anybody." And so I'm freaking out. I stop the car. I get out. There's this guy. He had just fallen straight down. Um, he had cracked his head open. And he was bleeding from, you know, the crack. And I'm freaking out going, did I just hit somebody? Uh, there was a car um, that was about perpendicular, a bit perpendicular to me. And they got out of the car and they're like, you didn't hit him, but call 911, which I was already in the process of doing. And so I call 911. By that time, a police officer comes. And, you know, I'm freaked out. I'm like, am I going to get arrested? Am I going to get my license taken away? Am I going to get screwed over? Do I need a really good defense attorney? Um, and my cousin just, she can't say anything. And there's, uh, the people in the other car there, they told the officer, um, that I didn't hit him, but he just fell over by himself. Um, while one of them is applying pressure to the guy's forehead. So the guy literally just looks at, he looks at the, the witnesses. He looks at me. He looks at the guy and just goes, you guys can go. It'll be fine. So I'm like, um, Okay. I left, and Ooh. before I left, I, you know, shook the guy's hand, and I'm like, thank you, officer. I looked down to see his name, and it's right. And uh. I, just, I just start cracking up, and I'm laughing, and I love it. And I just left. My cousin is still freaked out. She's like, why are you laughing? And I'm just like, because it's Phoenix right. And, and, <laughs> and then my cousin tells me that I need to grow up. So I feel it was real <laughs> Japanifornian justice right there. I feel like this is alternate reality universe. Phoenix didn't go and get his defense attorney badge. He just became a police officer. Yeah, and he knows who's really innocent, who's not. Like, I yeah. I was on the verge of crying if he was like, stay here, I need to get your name and license. I was just well, he has, no. he has a magnetama in his pocket, so he's like, does this girl have any secrets? No, she's free to go. She clearly <laughs> didn't hit this man. That was a very satisfying story, and I... I'm happy with this reality canon that Phoenix Wright is a police officer. <laughs> yeah. I, I just thought it was perfect because I had just finished the first game and I was on my way to play the second one once I got home. And and it was just the perfect symbiosis, like I said, of 
my actual life in my video game world. Oh, so wonderful. I wish I had so wonderful. cool things like that happen. Yeah. But then again, I don't want to almost hit people or think I hit people with my car. You don't have a license, Stephanie. Shh, neither does Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the problem with this. I live in an urban setting where I don't need one. All right, that was really- All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> And we're back. I'm Stephanie. Nom 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 burgers. I'm Michelle, your puzzle proficient professor. And I'm Como, your ace apprentice. All right, guys, we're going to leave you this week. Um, but before we do that, Como, what's our question for next week? How long do you think it's going to take to make a ladder joke in this new Phoenix Wright game? I mean, Professor Wright game, excuse me. The Professor Wright game, because I can't say words correctly. <laughs> The professor played in Phoenix Wright game. So you want me to repeat the question? Nah, it's fine. I they can rewind. Yeah, there's totally gonna be a step ladder joke though. So yay. So do you think Layden's gonna be on the step ladder side or the ladder side? Do you think he's gonna know his ladders? You should tell us what you guys think. Um. So where can they where can they tell us their answers, Michelle? They can email at us at objecttothispodcast at gmail dot com. They can go to our Tumblr, objecttothis.tumblr.com, and leave it in our ask box. Where else can they go? They can go to our Podomatic, objecttothis.podomatic.com. We see those, but nobody does it, so be cool and don't do that. You could also do something else for us. You go to iTunes, guys. Go to iTunes. You can rate and review us. Read and review us, and then Michelle will read it and be very happy, because I don't get those notifications. It's true. Well, I don't get notifications either. I just go check it. Oh, okay. Well, I check everything else, though. So thanks to everybody who emails us. Serenity Frost, Jenna Dark Knight, we've got Green Pepsi, we've got Nolan, we have um, uh, email Rachel Ace Clone. We have all of you guys who keep constantly emailing us. Thank you so much. It means a whole lot to us. Thanks for being on, Comal. No problem. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. Anytime. Yay, thank you, everybody. Yay. Thanks, Dark Shadow Rage 2, for our theme music, the Hey Pal Detective Gumshoe remix. Um, so, guys, make sure you answer our questions. Keep us updated on things Ace Attorney related. Um, somebody asked us if they could find a Godot mug somewhere. Um, Michelle, didn't you say there was one somewhere? There's a Blend 107 mug on CafePress.com. And there's an objection mug there, but I mean, you're going to have to do some internet scouring to get a real Godot mug. Yeah, because we can't find one. We've scoured, but um, if you if you want to be extra fancy... Check Eddie. Yeah. I made Michelle a mug for a holiday that was Christmas, I think. It might have been her birthday. I don't remember. I made her a mug with, like, a picture, and I put it on a, a mug on Visiprint. So, I mean, if you want to do something like that, you can always do that. Uh, get creative, and if you guys do something... Send us a picture. I'll look at it. <laughs> okay, so uh, we'll get out of here. So uh, we got Eight Bit Boy too. We love Eight Bit Boy for our end. Our end music. The beautiful vocals of Manfred von Karma. Thank you, Eight Bit Boy. So in the meantime, I'm Stephanie. I'm Michelle. And I'm Como. That was object to this. So why don't you object to that? <laughs> Mm-hmm.